Hey, hey, it's Ed Gallo and Shiram Raleidar, and we're here to do commentary on Dan Ige versus Gavin Tucker uh, for uh, the Edwards versus Bilal Muhammad card. I was like, who's fighting? I remember the name. So much fun. Yeah, I almost forgot the name. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the fight is uh, about to start pretty soon. I wanted to do some... uh, some recapping of, of the card so far, but it looks like we're just going to get right into this fight, which is fine by me because I'm looking forward to it. I wrote a little article about Gavin Tucker and his work in the clinch. Uh, not super comfortable in the pocket, but he's really good at level changing into uh, underhooks and bicep ties, you know, bicep grips and kneeing off of there and chaining that position. And uh, yeah, I'm look, looking forward to seeing, seeing some more of that. Yeah. Danny Gage and, not super notable. Um, He's good fun. He's pretty clever. He's tough and physical. Um, did fought a good fight against Calvin Cater. Uh, still kind of got blown out, but it was a, a sharp fight where he did like level changing combos and uh, worked around the high guard. But Tucker seems like a very different <coughs> challenge, and I'm interested to see how this plays out. Yeah, we'll see how his clinch game is because the way Ige fights, he crashes forward a lot, you know, swinging wide. So that I think they're pretty likely to end up in those clinch situations. But Ige is also a good grappler, good top player. And that's something that Tucker has struggled with in the past. Sure. So we'll see if that comes up again here. And they're about to start for me. Uh, they just touched gloves for me. How about Same. you? I'm at 4.57. Yep. Me too. So I think the open stance matchup here favors Tucker and his clinch entries because uh, you know, that one side's going to be you know, favored coming in, and that'd be good if he's swinging high to get the underhook there. Uh, easy reach. Yeah, we've also... Oh, Tucker's oh. out! Jesus Christ. Okay. Always wasted a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Uh, All right, fine. Is Calvin Cater the best ever? Calvin Cater's the best ever. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm doubly disappointed because we don't get to do the commentary and the guy I like lost. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. Tucker's probably still better, honestly. But Danny is dangerous people are gonna be like how can he say he's better he just got knocked out in like 15 seconds but you know what just it's true (laughs) i mean i was i don't mind danny gay at all but this was kind of just an outcome that i treat like moikano korean zombie sometimes the guy who's probably wins over the distance just gets wrecked in a low percentage way yeah i'm willing to say that gavin tucker's skill set is more appealing to me but I can't, you know, easily argue that the aggregate skills and physicality are, is more than than Ige. It's probably just, you know, a preferences thing at this point. But probably true. I mean, the, the thing that I'd have to see about trying Ige to temper is, our takes here. <laughs> yeah, the thing that I'd say about Ige is I need to see him against more guys who uh, can deal with this physicality. And the two guys that we saw that have kind of beat him up. So I mean, the Calvin Cater performance is pretty admirable, but it's also not a performance that I'd say was like spelled great things for moving forward this kind of does yeah i don't know maybe uh maybe there's a specific read there that he saw that that you know he was looking for i'm not really sure but uh i'm not gonna really think too hard about it <laughs> yeah honestly it's <laughs> because of uh, tucker's like 40 years old so this is probably the end of any hopes he has for um, real contention yeah yeah all right well <laughs> It's be pretty short. <laughs> it's <a> very <laughs> publishing. Uh, yeah, I mean, we did it. Yeah. Uh, probably not going to publish it though. Damn. Oh, all right. 
And maybe I'll just link link them together. So it's yeah. like I'll just put the the Edwards Muhammad in the name, but we'll get this in the beginning for for no reason. What's up? We're back after a quick break. Uh, so we tried to do commentary for Gavin Tucker and Dan Ige, and then it ended immediately. And then uh, we hung out and watched the boxing match during Span Serkinov, but that ended quickly as well. So so did the boxing match. So we're here now for the main event between uh, Bilal Muhammad and Leon Edwards. And Bilal Muhammad is walking out right now, so I think we'll talk about him. And, uh, you know, I, I am not a, an avid Bilal studier like you are, Shuram. So what I remember from his last performance was, you know, good pressure, good cage cutting tools and, uh, you know, nice solid ground game, top game uh, and, and good transitions into his entries against the cage as a wrestler. So uh, I like that. Is he normally a pressure pace guy? I feel like I remember that he is. Yeah, he kind of is. It's just that, like a lot of what Bilal does is he's he's a generalist, so he kind of just takes what the fight gives him. But left to his own devices against someone like uh, Diego Lima, who's nothing. Right. Um, he's he tries to push a hard pace against Jeff Neal. He played the outfighter because Neal was like a bit too physical for him to pressure and a bit too dangerous on the counter. But um, a lot of what Bilal does is just finding like solutions and building on them through a fight. So for instance, against um, Takashi Sato. You saw him, like, find the left hook a couple times and just keep going back to it over and over and over until it finished the fight. Um, against Jeff Neal, it was drawing the high guard and punching him in the body. Uh, in general, he wants to be a big pressure pace guy, which is going to be tough against Leon. Right. But, um, yeah, there are some tools he has to make pretty much any fight, like, messy. Like, I think Bilal's the kind of fighter who, give him to, like, someone like Colby Covington, he's probably going to lose, but he's also going to make it grimy for as long as he's there. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, speaking of Colby Covington, it's kind of a, a nice little preview for what that might start to look like. Obviously, they're not exactly the same fighter, but a guy that wants to perhaps push you back to the cage and you know, try to wrestle from that position and, and pressure you a lot. Uh, that's what Colby's going to do. And Leon, like you said, is a guy who will kind of let you do that. So I think he won't make it easy for you, but he's not opposed to packing up to the cage because uh, he's so confident in, in himself as a clincher. Uh, that's where he gets a lot, a lot of his offense off. So uh, that'll that'll be pretty interesting, I think. You know what? It, what is Bilal as a clinch fighter? Is he anything? I haven't seen much. He got beaten on the break by Jeff Neal, so that's a bad sign here. But um, I, I don't. He's a decent wrestler, but he also couldn't take down Diego Lima mm. defense on like. That was 10, that was tough tries, though, because Lima is really tall and his base was really wide, and he was like level changing to the widest part part of the base. So it, it was circumstantial. True, but also Leon has the height advantage yeah. here too, and yeah. he's probably better at fighting the group. Yeah, he's way better at takedown defense, but yeah. Him not taking down Lima wasn't like him being bad at wrestling or anything. It was just a difficult circumstance. Yeah, I mean, it's a bad sign for this fight specifically. It's just not like... Yeah, Bilal will probably still wrestle a bunch of guys. Mm -hmm. There's Leon looking totally shredded for this fight. <laughs> yeah, the most aesthetic fighter on the roster. He's never not in shape, but he just looks a lot different recently. Um, what are, what are your thoughts? How, how do you think he's he's doing coming into this one? Tough to say. I mean, he's pretty much been in camp for, like, Shemaev and before that, Woodley for the last 18 months. So he should be in, like, decent shape. I'm just wondering, because he has such a, like, defensively focused game that it might suffer from being out for so long, you know, because it's, it's a very kind of reactive game. Um, he takes away his opponent's tools, and that's going to be kind of tough on the layoff. But I don't think Bilal's the finishing threat to make that matter. 
So, you know, he probably gives Leon a bunch of inputs early. Leon works them out, starts clinching him and beating him up. Mm-hmm. I hadn't been sharing my screen this whole time. There he is. There's Leon. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, shoot. Forgot to mention, if you're listening to this, you could be watching it with us if you subscribe to the fight site on Patreon for only $3. $3 will right get you now. access to lots of stuff, including video of this commentary uh, and a bunch of other ones we've done in the past. It's worth it. Yeah, it is. Should have said that during the uh, Tucker Ige, but you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we should have said that during Bogal's entrance because we had less to say there, but and it was the beginning of the thing. Yeah. Another reason to subscribe to the fight site on Patreon is we have a current fundraising goal to get to 200 patrons. We have about 30 more to go. And if we get there, we're going to release an article series on our five top UFC fights of all time, secret what they are. And uh, there will also be commentary videos for those, which will be patron only, but you'll be able to see them since you're going to help us reach our fundraising goal by subscribing. Yeah, I mean, it's a secret if you haven't heard us ever talk, but it's going to be fun. That's right. That's right. So they're both in the cage now. Let's get some 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 numbers here. Uh, Bilal's older. I'm not actually that surprised by that. But yeah, allegedly three inch height advantage for uh for Leon. Bilal's been around for a while. He just hasn't been relevant for all that long. Yeah, but yeah, the way that we uh we were like doomers about our favorite fighters' careers. So it was like, oh, Leon sitting on the shelf. He's too old now. He's shot. He's washed. He's like, he's 29. <laughs> Yeah, he's also only like eight years into his career or something, so it's like not a... Yeah, that's right, around prime time, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I still don't think the layoff is irrelevant, but it's also not like a death knell as if like, you know, Jose Aldo sat out for three years and came back at this point. Yeah, yeah. Let's not act like other fighters age the same way that Aldo does, though. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well, he's 10 years in now, but he's taken a ton of damage. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a pretty safe career for him. He probably trains pretty smart. Maybe. I'm just assuming. <laughs> I mean, he should. He did train at AKA for a while, so maybe he picked up their bad habits. Uh, I'm glad that he went to AKA with the striking and just didn't let them touch it. Yeah. <laughs> the guy was a cool cage riding stuff. And Bilal's record is good. I used to care a lot about people's records, like what the numbers were. But that, that's a very uh, pleasing <laughs> Pleasing record. Usually, my, my standard for a good record is a three to one win rate to loss ratio. Yeah, that's kind of fair, honestly. I mean, there are some numbers that are just more aesthetic than others. <laughs> like 13 and three looks awful to me, where 13 and four looks fine somehow. You weren't a good prospect until you have at least seven wins. Six doesn't sound very good. Seven sounds a lot bigger than six. Yeah, that's true. Sir, time killing analysis while they're announcing the fighters. <laughs> Yeah, when you hit 21, it's the veteran. That's right. That's right. Leon Edwards has that uh, same tattoo placement as uh, what we were talking about before we started recording with like Chandler having... Ryan Span. Yeah, and Ryan Span and Chandler have a uh, blessed on there. That's a popular location. Yeah, he has death before dishonor, but it's spelled in the British way, which makes it... <laughs> Although the font is very girly, so there's It's that. like pirate culture. Oh my God, Leon looks so much bigger than him. Jesus Christ. All right. Do they just walk back to the cage for you? Yeah, I have uh, the lady walking down with the one. The lady? <laughs> yeah, the lady. The ring card girl. One of the ladies. Whose name escapes me. Yeah, fight's about to start for me. Herb's holding them back. Get him, Herb. There we go, it started. All right. 
they uh, they just started for me, and it says fifty six on my clock. Fifty for me. All right, Leon's pressuring. Leon fainting kicks. Yeah. How about that? Well, I mean, I think Bilal's just taking the back foot for now, but let's see if Leon proves us wrong about his ring craft. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Leon has the tools to be a pressure fighter necessarily, just because like his game is built to minimize his need for like deep pocket defense. Uh-huh. It's an, okay. Switches to orthodox and kicks through the open side anyway. Nice. I like him fainting kicks. Oh, yeah. Angling off immediately as Bilal tries to push The volume back. kicking is good. Yeah. I think the cage size. Oh, sorry. You go ahead. Oh, no, no. I think the cage size is good for Leon because, you know, having the distance to not have to do as many things is good for him, but he's, he's good when he does things. So I think having them be closer together is going to give him a little more incentive to to work and, and be higher volume. Not that he's low volume necessarily. Yeah. He just doesn't really pick up his rhythm uh, very often. He's very much capable of getting into a second gear. Oh, nice snatching up the body lock off the knee there. Clinch. Yeah. Bilal's trying to dig the underhook. Leon controls the bicep, now the wrist. And, oh, switches to the takedown. I was hoping for the elbow. Okay. Bilal turns him around and elbows him on the break. Nice. Yeah, it was kind of a difficult decision with the uh, the wizard so tight on that side. You're only gonna be able to get to one one side of the leg, but maybe he had a he had ideas from there. But we'll see in the future. Yeah, you can already see. Oh, did Leon counter with the uppercut there? Looked like he did. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Let him enter on the jab. That's what I remember from the RDA fight. Was he was doing a lot of that, like getting just constantly probing with the jab to get the distance. So when he felt him coming in, hitting the uppercut on, on the uh, on the back foot. That's nice. Leon's spending a lot of time in orthodox jabbing from there, which is interesting. I mean, he still only wants to do, like, lead hand stuff from there. Uh-huh. Oh. Bilal's... I think Bilal's hurt. Ooh, yeah. Hurt, hurt him through Leon's the guard. Leon's him up. Yeah. Leon's teeing That's off. The thing. That's always been an issue for Bilal, is the southpaw double attack. Mm-hmm. I think Joban beat him the same way. Did he fight Jeff Neal? Yeah, and Jeff Neal fucked him up the same yeah. way. Dropped him twice with a See if Leon starts going to the body now. Uh, Leon ends up right in the body lock from that clinch entry, which is fine. But uh, Yeah, Muhammad's got double underhooks. He jacked him up to, to turn him around. That's smart. It's good work. Getting a little bit of a break. But I'm surprised that Bilal's not the one pressuring here because I think Leon just wants to get the initiative early, get the feel, and maybe mm-hmm. settle into his usual game. Leon sinking his Leon hips down, but wrist. you know you're gonna have to fully you know slip your arms through the uh, the body lock if you're gonna do it like that. Yeah. Uh, Bilal's cut. There you go. He pumbles inside of his underhook and Bilal backs off. He's parrying that lead hand a lot. I think we're gonna start to see counter straights off the off the parry. That'd be interesting. Bilal now, okay, well, Leon's orthodox, that's what it is. Now back to Southpaw. Yeah, Bilal having a hard time uh, closing distance, I think, just because he feels a little uncomfortable because of some of the counters. Yeah, and also Leon's angling off really yeah. actively. Oh, I think the long guard turned into an eye poke. Yeah. You are correct. I'm never wrong. When have I ever been wrong? I don't think the breaks necessarily favor either guy, really. Because, uh, you know, yeah. both have really good cardio and 
I don't think anyone's putting a pace on anybody here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it might eventually turn into a pace, but I think Leon just hurting him won him the round, and he's just not going to do much yeah. at this point. Oh, another big body kick from Leon. Oh, that backed Bilal up badly. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see yeah. him push that right. Yeah, he up. felt that. Yeah, that was the, the check hook off the hand fight there. Yeah, I tried to cut the cage off with it, which is, I mean, we haven't really seen Edwards in a position to use cage-cutting weapons, but he has, like, good ones with that left hand. Just the fact that he's round-kicking at all. Oh, <laughs> yeah, kind of clean with that straight. The Edwards f- starting to cut him off with it. The fact that he's left-hooking and round-kicking just automatically means I expect him to cut the cage well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, Leon's Leon showed his lead hook mostly in the RDA fight against another southpaw, but I think he started to incorporate it in the yeah. open stance more, which is good. You know, like a bunch of guys don't like doing that. The southpaws are like meant to be on rear side heavy fighters. But... <laughs> oh, a nice kick catch. Almost dumped him off that. Good recovery by Bilal. Yeah, Bilal's active in the clinch. He's not winning necessarily, but. Leon hit him off the break there. Yeah. That was good. Good Leon Edwards round. Yeah, I mean, hurt him twice reasonably badly. So if you're Muhammad, what do you do differently? I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure he ever really had the tools to win this fight. I think he'd need to pressure to win just because his best hope is Leon gassing out badly. And he's having like a little bit of success in the clinch, but not enough to justify it. I don't know. I think just the fact that Leon is a little more uh, trigger happy on his counters than maybe he usually is. Fainting and doubling him with the jab and, you know, being a little more versatile with your jab on the pressure could be good. Uh, kicking more in the lead to cut off the exits could be good. Uh, but yeah, I think he definitely needs to pressure harder, and I think he definitely needs to try to wrestle him on the cage more, because even though I don't think he can beat him there, he can kill some time. Um, if he can get some dominant positions there. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, I think the issue with jabbing in is that Leon's just instantly angling yeah. to the rear side. Yeah. And eventually, Leon's probably going to start hand-fighting it away. Well, that's why you kick the side he's trying to exit on, right? Yeah. But I don't know if that's a thing Bilal's ever really done, yeah. which is something. And uh, Leon's like caught his kicks. I think he might have countered one of his kicks as well. So kicking is not so super safe. Yeah. And he's disrupting his jab with all the hand fighting. Oh, kicked him in the eye, poked him in the eye. <laughs> poked him uh, in the eye, I guess. Oh, what? Was that? Is that a finish? Toe in the eye. It, it looked like he kicked him in the spot that he's holding, yeah. but it also looked like he was probing with his hands beforehand. Yeah, look, the hand went to the other side, but maybe it was like a, a straight. Oh, no, he poked him in the eye. And they kicked him in the body. I'm stupid. <laughs> oh, okay. That was weird. That's two eye pokes, and Bilal is really, really bothered by it, obviously. <clears throat> if he takes the, like, NC, I'm going to be pretty mad. Man, are we going to get this? Cursed several weeks. Get another one of these. Third one in a week. Yeah, the way Bilal's reacting, I think he's upset that the fight is going to be over. Yeah, maybe. He doesn't feel like he can continue, it looks like. Looks like he's emotional besides it just hurting. Be a new contest. Because <clears throat> they never do... Um, yeah, eye pokes are pretty much always considered off. accidental. So that's what determines if it's a no contest or a DQ, right? The intention? Yeah, pretty much. 
mean, I kind of hope they keep it going just because I want Leon to do well, but fuck. that sucks. All the cool clinch fighters are just fouling people now. <laughs> Fouls have just become randomly buffed. Every single <laughs> one is a fight ender now. All the greats cheat, so you should definitely get your get your fouls in. Yeah. Oh, they called the fight? Fuck. Did they? I think they did. The clock's gone. Uh, yeah, Herb Dean just waved it off. Oh, my God. Two no contests in one card. Just, you know, make it a no contest and just give Leon the title shot. He was obviously winning. Yeah, I mean, Leon, like, 10-9, round one, something like that. So. But Dana White did qualify him saying that Leon could get a title shot. He said if it's impressive. So he's like, yeah. oh, he didn't, want, he didn't win, so... Not impressed. Pretty impressive to me. Yeah, I thought he looked good. You're right. At least he got the some ring time. Great, but yeah. Around in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Oh yeah, his eyes real screwed up. That sucks. Oh, he's asking him if he wants to continue. Oh, there's something. I mean, the clock's already gone. They they waved it off. I think he said no. <laughs> Why was he still asking him? He's about to announce the decision. Why is he asking him if he wants to continue? Who buffed the fouls? What is Herb saying to the Joe Martinez? Is he telling him to call it a what it is? If it's not a no it's contest, I'm be pretty upset. Yeah. It was only the second one. I mean, if they called the Anders knee a no contest. Yeah, yeah, right? That was way more intentional than this. Yeah. At least Leon was doing something normal. There we go. No contest. That's fine. Um, Give him a title shot. This this event. Feel for Bilal, but at least uh, I feel like you know, if the damage to his eye isn't too serious, it's not too bad of a scenario because I think he was just going to get beat up there. Um, yeah. And he just found out with it around, like, okay, <laughs> he's a lot better than me. And then, uh, you know, just live to fight another day. But yeah, the eye damage might be serious. He was like bleeding out of his eye. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, it didn't look like a really blatant, um, the way like DC did visually, but some of them just land the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, not great. Not great. Um, so what a terrible event. Steven Thompson's hand is broken. And Leon at least has been in the cage again recently and is totally fine and should be good to go right away. So I, I could see them giving him the title shot. Like who else is there? They're not gonna give Masvidal a shot, I don't think. I mean, I think they might just make Leon Colby now. But Colby's not going to take that fight, so there's that. Yeah, I don't think so. Don't Leon think so. Gilbert might be a thing. But Gilbert just got knocked out. I guess That's two true, months ago, but... It'll probably take a couple months, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to hear Leon's interview, but then uh, good to be done with this event of weird finishes. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. I 
I don't remember Leon being that eye pokey. He's not really. It's just he's hand fighting and that causes things. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, now they're showing Bilal's elbow on the break to make it look competitive. Yeah, I thought that a head kick landed through the guard, but he did actually wrap it around. Yeah, I feel like uh, a lot of eye poking is just being used to training with big gloves. Yeah, I mean, I think Leon was trying to find the range on the kick, and it just scraped past. But also, like when you when you train with big big gloves on, like especially southpaw double attack, you like reach out, you like cover their face with your hands, you go, you open yeah. palm them, and yeah, you know, they they can't see, and then you, you kick the body or whatever. Um, but yeah, probably just habits from that, you know, not closing your hand. Yeah, I mean, the thing that we can take is that Leon isn't, like, rusted. No, he looked good. He looked about as good as we could expect. He looked good right away. Uh, What an unlucky career, man, honestly. Leon said he would rather lose than than that. I mean, I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't wouldn't rather have that, but... He should have been beating Woodley a yeah. year and a half ago. Now spends six months waiting on Chemayev and then a no contest against Bilal. What the fuck? They just cut it out, so I don't know if he said he wants a title shot or not. I mean, they're not going to give it to him off this, I don't think. He said no ring rust. A little bit of Leon footage. That's all we needed. He doesn't believe in it. He's from the Dominic Cruz school of not believing in ring rust. Fair enough. I think from that we can say Leon still beats Colby. Yeah. Yeah. He's also from, he's not from the Rick Little school of not believing in altitude or leg kicks or body shots. (laughs) He definitely believes in those. Yeah, I mean, he body kicks the shit out of everybody. But does he think they can work on him? That's true. Makes you think. It does. Yeah, looks like this interview's over. So uh, yeah. I guess that's it then. <laughs> Jesus this is pretty short. Uh, nice little treat is... for our podcast listeners and patrons. Yeah, this is the worst. Sorry. Sorry there wasn't more fighting to talk about. Should have done a uh, Cape Nicolau. I, I thought I wanted to do that, but I'm like, ah, three fights. A lot of effort. Should have done that yeah. one. Would have been worth it. Kind of, that was the only one that like had a ton of... Uh, we'll talk about it on Wednesday for the podcast. Yeah. If it's recorded. Yeah, yeah. if it, if it lives to see the light of day. Uh, <laughs> yep, so uh, see, see everybody later on in the week, but that, that's it, I guess. Yeah. Do you want to count three, us down? Yeah. Three, two, one.